Welcome to So Here's the Thing, the podcast for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creative educators who are ready to take their business to the next level. Through candid conversations, tactical approaches, and a few unpopular opinions, we're lifting the veil on what it takes to build both a life and a business that you love. I'm your host, Leila Amati, a coach for creatives and founder of the Creative Educator Academy, where I help entrepreneurs step into the role of industry leaders and educators. I'm so glad that you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of So Here's the Thing. Today we are continuing on with our series on behind the scenes, a day in the life with Akua Kanadu, who is incredible. She's already been on the podcast once. Twice? Yeah, no, once. It's been it's been a minute. Oh, but it's I've like, been on yours. You've been on mine several times. <laughs> I love it. Aku is also a podcast host. She is a storytelling strategist. She's amazing. And she's also one of our speakers at the upcoming conference that I'm hosting, the Creative Educator Conference for speakers, podcasters, course creators, mastermind hosts. If you teach it, I will help you teach it and sell it and become profitable at it. We're really excited about the conference. Well, I'm really excited about the conference. I don't know if you are. Oh my gosh. Yes, honey. Okay. I know I will be fed. I know I will get valuable education. I know I'm going to be living my best life. So absolutely, ma'am. Yeah. We always make sure our, our attendees are fed well. I feel like that's like a common thing that a lot of people miss the mark on let's talk about like lack of food right oh lord (laughs) the worst the worst but i'm excited for your conference it's going to be so so good um because that speaker lineup is just fire like i'm so excited to learn from all of the amazing educators that you have chosen so and i'm just so thankful to be a part of that so yeah thank you yay we're thankful to have you yeah right before we hit record actually well, a little bit before we hit record, Aku and I were talking about like, oh, she wanted to make sure she wasn't going to miss certain speakers. And I was like, no, everyone's going to get access to every speaker. So I'm really excited about that. Anyway, if you guys are interested in attending, um, this was not written out in advance. This is not like an ad, but we are open for registration. So you can check us out at creativeeducatorconference.com. We would love to have you and you can learn from myself and Akua. And we're about to learn from Akua together during this behind the scenes day in the life episode. Okay. So the biggest thing I want you guys, if you're listening to kind of approach all of these episodes with, and this is why I wanted to have these episodes in the first place is I constantly am looking at other people's businesses thinking like, what do they do all day? And not in like an accusatory way of like, what have you done all day? But really more so like, Sometimes I'll take a break from my work day and I'm like, I wonder what everybody else is doing right now. Like, I wonder what they're actually working on how much of their day is work, how much of their day is rest. And so I decided I'm just going to ask all my friends, like, what do you do all day? So let's go ahead and kick it off, Akua. Before we get started, um, give us like the 30 second rundown of what all you do. And then we'll talk about how you structure that within your days. So like, we know you're a storytelling strategist, but what else do you do? And what does that entail in itself? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, storytelling strategist over here. And so I um, will focus on that piece of my business. But also, um, I've had a lot of throughout the years of my business, a lot of businesses or corporate companies hire me on retainer. Um, So I'll end up doing a lot of client work for them as well. So I have been hired mainly social media things usually, but 
I have also been hired to run and lead branding projects. I have been hired. I one time my client hired me to host an event, which it's kind of fun for me because then I get to just do something that's a little bit more out of my comfort zone. But I've also been a part of helping hiring with marketing um, teams and stuff like that. And really just kind of filling in the gaps for certain businesses until they can get the help that they need. So I have done that quite a bit throughout the years in my business. And I'm currently still doing that right now where I have a retainer client that I'm with heavily as I'm also still managing my own business and still trying to manage my own clients. And, um, but I love it. It's again, it gives me that versatility that I really feel like I just need. Cause I feel like sometimes we can get really caught up sometimes in like some of the things or the tasks that we consider mundane. So it's really great because then I still get to like connect with different people and I get to work my brain in different ways and strategize in different ways outside of storytelling and social media. So, um, but then it also gives me a new perspective too of like how I also want to do my business and like managing my other clients, if that makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I think that the biggest thing, like I take away just from listening to that quick summary is another thing I really wanted listeners to get the chance to think through, which is like, you can do whatever you want. Like, and I think that that idea of you can do whatever you want can be really overwhelming to a lot of people. Um, especially as you're starting your own business, we hear all the time, like niche down, double down on your niche, but then it's like, okay, but also as you're growing that, as you have that, you have freedom to do anything else you want to do. And if that means you want to have clients on retainer or contract out in a different capacity with other, um, you know, like in another field that you are also qualified to be in, that provides financial freedom too. So like, why not take it? So, okay, let's talk about it behind the scenes day in the life. How do you start your days? Like, what do you do in the mornings? <laughs> I don't get up in the mornings. <laughs> that is something I will be very transparent about. I have struggled with even throughout high school. Like I really have had to go back and think about it. Like in high school, college, I really struggled. I'm not a morning person. I've never enjoyed it. Anytime I had a morning class, especially in college, I would be showing up 20 minutes late, 2025. Like I would literally only show up for the last half of the class and no shame. You know, how like that student that would interrupt when the teacher speak in. I will walk my ass right to the front row, be like, excuse me, can you scoot over a minute, please? And like, <laughs> that was me because I just, I could not function in the morning. And I used to feel really guilty about that. And I still struggle with that even now as a business owner. We are so wired to have to, you know, we wake up from 8 a.m. and work till 4 p.m. or 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And there are a group of us who are just not like that. And that is truly not me. So I actually will get up and I try to have a really slow morning because I'm already naturally a very like pokey person. And so I will not have my peace disrupted <laughs> and feeling like I have to rush. So now, which I'm thankful because a lot of my retainer clients, our meetings are in the afternoons. So it just works out great. But a lot of times I get up in the morning, I will, for me, try to do some yoga just to kind of get my body flowing and moving. And then I will shower, I will make breakfast, you know, take my meds, just keep it very, very low key. Because I feel like sometimes when we feel like we have a long to-do list of things, we instantly, like as soon as we get up, we feel the anxiety of the work that we have to do. And, and I have felt that way at some time. So I, this has helped me like manage <laughs> just to be like very copacetic before I get my work day done. And so, yeah, I get up in the morning and I'm not working right away. I'm just like being, which I think like 
I just need that time to really be and just be at peace and yeah, just, just be myself and just do my own thing for a little bit before I like finally sit down. So I, people are gonna be like, what? I usually don't work till like 10, 11, sometimes noon. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah. And I just start because I'm very productive in the afternoons, like noonish and then into the early evening, like, and I could, I just crank out whatever I need to get done, but that's when I'm most alert, very focused. And so I work out between that time. Um, and so time blocking though, has been very, very helpful for me, but now I, I kind of tried to do, it just depends on the workload. Like I'll, some days I will like, cause I like to prep on Sundays of like, okay, how am I going to go for the week? Some, depending on the workload, I will do, okay, this day, I'm only focusing on this client to get most of the big chunk of things I have to do this week. And then this next day is going to be focused on my own business and what I have to do. I'm now launching a second business <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this day is this business that I have to do. But some days it's just not like that. So I'm like, all right, if I know I have things that are due for this retainer client, I will then adjust the schedule and then time block to make sure that I get that task done for them in that timely manner. So that's kind of how I operate. I don't know if that's helpful, but for me personally, that's just like how I've been able to function and do so many different things. And I love it. But yes, most people don't even know that like the stuff that I've done on retainer for other clients, like I said, like let a whole branding project typed website copy would never do that again. But it was a good experience <laughs> that I learned, right. That I was like, I do not enjoy this, but it gives me that option to be versatile and see what I can and can't do and see what I really like. And I don't like, because we are constantly evolving as people, as entrepreneurs. However, but a lot of those skills that I've learned, like I said, from those retainer clients, I have truly applied it to my own business that haven't has improved it so much. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you are, First of all, thanks for being so transparent. And that's, that's, I tried to choose our guests for this series on people who would like keep it real, like what you actually do. And I love hearing about your morning routine looking so different than what we're told equates to success. I think actually one of my like most shared little quote graphics, like on Instagram back in the day, was something about like, every leader that's telling you to get up at 5am, like that's not me. I will never get up at 5am again. I used to have to wake up at 5am when I was a teacher and I never adjusted to it. And I literally always hated it and I never will do it again. So yeah, I feel like sometimes too, like you kind of see, like there's so many different types of entrepreneurs, right? And you see the ones that are like, oh, I build this like seven figure business. And like, you got to get up 4am in the morning, <laughs> work out. Now, look, I'm at the gym five days a week. So like, I love to work out and all that stuff, but I'm in the evenings, that's when I go. And you know what I yeah. mean? I think again, and then you feel guilty because you see that the success that they have and you're like, well, I want that. So you feel like, all right, I have to do exactly the things that they do. And I just, there's so many of us who just do not function in what society has like created. And like, I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm being honest again, I literally felt guilty about it two weeks ago. So I tried to do it again, being a morning person to get up because I was like, well, I have all these things that I have to do and it'll just be, you know, people could just have more time in the day. I was so pissed throughout that whole week. And I said, everything and everybody can go to hell disrespectfully. Like that's just where I was. And I just was like, and it's truly because like, this just does not fit for me. And I went back to my normal routine and I was like, Akua, you, like, you just have to let go of that guilt. Like yeah. this is who you are. This is how you function. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you can be equally as successful. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think like, just the mentality. I mean, my mentality has changed so much about chasing this like view and vision of success. 
And what it takes to get there might be like, if you want a seven figure business with a huge team, you might have to get up at 5am and you might have to work different hours. But for me, I'm like, I would rather not have a team of 25 and not wake up at 5am. That to me is success. Freedom in my schedule is, is more important to me than what I used to kind of like compare my business to. So there's something to be said for that too. Like what's the purpose behind all of it? Like, and is it worth it to you? Like, no, it's not worth it. If it was, if it was, I would stay in my old job where I woke up at 5am every morning. Like, nah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm Gucci. (laughs) We're, we're we're good over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, I love that. I think again, like really just like defining like what success looks like to you, I think is so important. And I think, you know, within, within our industry, we, again, we see everybody's highlights, you know what I mean? And so it's really easy to kind of get into this trap of like, well, I want what they have. So I'm going to do what they do, but you are not functioning the same way. You don't have the same experiences, you know? So it's just like, you really have to sit down and, and just, which is what I did. I was like, you know, at some point I was burnt out. I was just so burnt out. And I was like, I, I need to figure this out at some point. Like I just, my depression was really bad. Anxiety was really bad. And so I just kind of sat down and I was like, what are the things that bring you joy? What would you like to do? And then also to how can you fit those in your schedule? And then how can you adjust? And so I've also a part of me like, and again, of course, there's pros and cons to everything that you do, right? Like when you're focusing on one thing, you get to get as much done as you possibly can for that. But for me, then I get extremely bored and then I get resentful. So I do like to have the variety, but I was like, all right, like, I also had to be okay of like, if I couldn't get every single thing done on my list, I also had to be okay with that and be like, all right, you still were productive, but not only that, you took care of yourself. You made yourself a meal. You went to the gym, you got a walk in. So like, that's kind of too what like has, so like I was still productive just in a different way. That's kind of like the mindset too, that I've been working on with that to be like, okay, like just because I didn't get everything of all of my business stuff done, but Akua, you still took care of yourself so that you can show up to fight another day, right? To like show up again to do, look at me act like it's like a whole battle out here, but like- No, but it is. No, but it it is. is. Yeah, it is. Cause I was like, I'm in a season right now where I definitely necessarily don't have the capacity to slack. Right. Like I just, there's just some of us where we have like these busier seasons, but I'm not going to work myself into the ground. Slow progress is still progress. So even if Mm -hmm. I get like one to two to three things done, and if it wasn't a big thing, like as big as I would have liked it, or that like as far as I would have liked to go, that is okay. Like I still was able to take care of myself so I can show up again tomorrow. Um, And so that's kind of how I'm trying really hard to view things, but it's, it's I think that's so refreshing because we hear a lot about like seasons of hustle and seasons of rest. And you're like, no, I'm in a season of hustle, but my hustle is not going to look like what people expect it to. Like, I'm still going to hustle healthily, which I think is very refreshing. Like I'm, I have not typically been that way in the past. Like my seasons of hustle in the past when I was, I sound very old saying this, but when I was younger, like when I was starting out, you know, like nine years ago, my seasons of hustle were like, I'm going to work till midnight and get up early and do it all over the next day. And now I'm like, I can't do that anymore. So my seasons of hustle are not the same. Like we're going to, we're going to go for a walk. We're going to take care of me. I'm going to, you know, make time to cook some food and remember to eat and, is it going to be hard work? Sure. But it's just not going to look the same as what people glorify that like busy bee mentality to be. 
Yeah. Busy bee. <laughs> busy bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred and a hundred and ten percent. And so yeah, I was just like, I just I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And so like, and there are de- and there are different definitely ways that I am trying to make the best of my time, right? Like I've had to make those changes, like, which we have talked about this. I'm going to be transparent. Like I was diagnosed earlier this year with IBS and that really does take a toll on your life completely. Um, So I don't want to make it seem like Kua has it all figured out. Hell no. Like that totally threw me off of my tracks and the stress of everything. So I just was like, I have to make these changes because it's just, it's not worth it. Like I want to be able to live healthily and be happy. So I instantly like changed my diet. And like, I go, like I said, I go to the gym five times a week. Like that is now my lifeline. So even when I've now gotten more into meal prepping and so now I hate meal prepping the same meals because I said, again, I love variety. So I will try to do it as much as I can of all different meals and on a Sunday. And even if I don't get to all of it, that's fine. Um, but at least I get to some of it to where I'm at least saving time, especially when I'm working on so many things to where I can like get something to eat right quickly and have my lunch. But yeah. even if I can't do that, I will make really like quick meals that like, don't take me long. Like I went to, I think we talked about, like I went to Trader Joe's to, their fried rice, their chicken fried rice. I just, I just was shooketh. I didn't even yeah. know. So like now I'll like make something really quick and, um, that doesn't take up a lot of time, but it's still like aligns with my diet and of that to where like, it doesn't throw me off and I'm like, I'm doing Gucci and I can keep going. So yeah, again, like I've made other adjustments as well to like really make the best use of my time. I love it. So for people who are listening, who are like, okay, well, that sounds interesting. I like the idea of having, you know, my business, but maybe wanting to branch out and like, how, like, how do you get clients on retainer? Like, how do you get these contract positions that allow you to kind of free up a little bit more of your time and like have a little bit of stability while you're still pursuing your business endeavors? I crack up because I have no idea. (laughs) I'm just, it's, they've all just like have, which I'm so blessed and I'm just so grateful. Um, but honestly it's kind of, I've every, almost every single client that I've worked with kind of like all throughout my business, even before I became a storytelling strategist, they've seen the skills that I do. So then they kind of ask like, okay, cool. What else can you do? And I'll be like, all right, like, let's just kind of test it out and see how it goes. And then it just works. So a lot of the times I'm hired for social media work, which I do. And then when that piece is done, they're kind of like, all right, we need additional help. Or like we really, I have been asked to lead marketing teams where I've been coming in again to help them manage until they have found their person. So I just come in to fill the gaps as best as I can, which is great because then you're still getting that income. And then also too, like I price it the way that I want to price it, Mm -hmm. which is great. Like I, like every time it's like, I customize it and I obviously look at what I need to be able to sustain the job that they're asking me to do. But I also make sure that the tasks are what I enjoy to do. Like, And I'm not going to act like this is easy because I have learned quite a bit because when I first was getting clients and retainer, eventually like my business would take a back burner, which has it happened more than once. It happens. And I all like, I'm not going to act like it's perfect. Like there's been times where I've learned of like, because then when that contract ends, you're like, oh shit, I don't have any of my clients lined up to keep that going. So it's a lot of like, planning that I have to do once I have them to be like, all right, they, they might require a little bit more within this, this time frame here. So, all right, I'll kind of pull back a little bit, but then like, once we reach this certain point, that's like, all right, I know the contract is going to end like, you know, maybe like two to three months out and I'm right here. All right. Now here's where I start to shift 
uh, shift my time to where, all right, now I'm going to focus more on my business and do a little bit more here in this area to prepare myself for when that contract ends. So then I'm Gucci when that contract ends and I have clients lined up. So it's really, again, looking at your time management and uh, if you can get the full scope of the project ahead of time so you can really lay out that timeline for yourself, that's going to be good because then it lets me know, all right, okay, maybe this month I'm still working on my business, but I'm not going to be as heavily into it with the things that I would like to do, but I'm still working on it. But then again, as like the project move forward and it's getting more towards completion. All right, now I'm going to shift that time and focus more on like my own business of getting clients and and whatnot. But I'm still working on like showing up of like, I just hired somebody to like help me with like create blog posts and my email newsletter. So you also have to look at what you can also outsource too, which has been very right. beneficial for me. Like, so some things that I can, I like to write, I can write. But I, it takes me a while to do it. I'm not as quick as a copywriter. So I hired one, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Which has made such a big difference for me right now, because now I'm still able to like, I just, she just did blog posts for me and newsletters, so like getting those revamped up for me right now. So like, again, you just have to kind of look at the whole project as a whole and, and just the timeline of like what you need to do for your business to make sure that it's still there when you're yeah. done. Okay. That's super helpful. Going back to like the day in the life behind the scenes. So we now have your mornings described yes. of your yeah. slow morning. You're not a morning person. We now have like a scope of what your like business looks like. You have your contracts, your retainer clients, your actual like business, and you're starting a second business. What do your day, like what does the rest of your day typically look like throughout the day? Yeah. So because right now, like I said, I'm in a season where like I can't slack and I also don't, I can't necessarily right now focus on like having it where it's like I'm focused on one thing the whole day. Right. So I have just been time blocking everything and it's like, all right. So like, for- what does that mean? Give me like a time blocking example. Yeah. So I will have, say, for example, you work like eight hours in a day or whatever. I will literally put in my calendar. Okay. From like, 10 a.m. to uh, 12 p.m. I'm working on this specific thing. Then I will have like a half hour to 45 minutes booked for emails to make sure that I'm going back to answering all my emails. Then I'll like make sure because I start a little late in the day. So like, all right, like make sure I have time for lunch. So like I'm making sure that I'm like staying fueled. And then after that, I will come back and like time block another specific task for like however long that takes two hours. Also too, it really does help. I use an app called Groove, which is what I have been using, which <laughs> lately we've talked about this and you, she won't groove with me. Y'all I'm putting her business out here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't need another app, but thanks. <laughs> I was like, girl, come groove with me. You were like, no. Um, but it's a productivity app. And so you get in there and you groove with you meet with three other people. And so then you just talk to each other of what your goals are. And then you work for 50 minutes and then you come back and do a recap. So that's what I do. Groove has been such a huge game changer for me. So that has what has helped me to stay on track. So yeah, for those two hours, I'm doing two grooves that would require me to work and how far I get is how far I get. Yeah. And I I love that. I kind of do that with my, I do that without an app. I do that with like, I have a timer cube. Yeah, I use and I just like flip it and I I listen to the beeping of my yeah. timer cube. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do. And so and I and I like Groove because the community piece of it, like I get to touch base with people afterward. Um, and we don't we don't talk long. We're just like how to go for you. 
okay, cool. Do you want to do another one? And we move on to another one. Right. But it's really good just to sometimes have like, just to speak to somebody just to kind of be like, yeah, it went good. It didn't go good, whatever. And then you just, it, it helps a lot with productivity and that community aspect which is what I really like about it. So that's what has truly been getting me through this season is groove. And then I'm just time blocking for number one, to make sure that I'm taking care of myself, but also to make sure that I'm getting my client work done. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of another kind of, I guess, piece of that, I think is, I I know a lot of groups that now do like silent co-working, which I guess is kind of the same thing. That is. Yep. It is. It's yes. Yeah. It's, silent co-working and but you don't see each other so once you like right. wave goodbye to each other on the camera you're in mics this, off mics off everything okay. you don't see each other anymore and then you have a screen like a page pops up where you can write all your goals down and then oh, you can go cool. in yeah and then you go in and check it off after each one you get done and then the, it's like in this like a little chat so like you yeah. can chat with people in there but like okay it shows stop over- talking me into it because I already said I don't need another app. No, you need another app <laughs> <laughs> okay well I love this this is so cool so you time block your days and just yes. kind of like basically try to track what needs to be done when. Yeah. How much would you say like on average, I'm asking all the nosy questions. Cause like I said, this is one of those series where I literally was like, I wonder what people are doing right now. So like how much of your day are you actually working? Cause I feel like I've gotten, we had, um, you know, Dawn from tech savvy creative on first talking about how she has limited time. Cause she's got kids and she doesn't have childcare. So that's, she, she actually only works like X amount of hours. Kiana Marie was on here talking about she barely works sometimes and she works a lot other times. Like it's just, she's pretty, she was pretty like free and clear about that. So like on average, how much are you working every day and how much are you like devoting to yourself? Yeah. So currently ugh, I feel so embarrassed to share how many hours I'm working a day. Well, you, I mean, you share what you're comfortable with. <laughs> People are going to be like, what, what is she doing? I honestly have the energy for tops like six to seven hours. That's a lot. Like, listen, sometimes, well, sometimes I don't have the energy for more than like three hours of actual work of like, yeah, I mean, it depends on the day. Right. And then some days I could work like 10 hours, like no problem. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So I think on average, like I can do at tops seven, but I'm right now I'm working about six. That's amazing. And so just because, but then I, I felt so guilty about that. And I was talking with my friend Kayla the other day and I just said to her, I was like, I feel, cause again, it was like that mindset, like, oh, I have to be working eight, nine hours a day. Mm-mm. And she looked at me, she's like, would it make you feel better that I don't work anywhere near that? And I was like, 110%. And it's only because the season that I'm in right now, yeah. I was like, I don't have the capacity to slack and mm-hmm. I know I have to do more. So like, what can I do? So right now, and Groove has really helped with that. Um, are there seasons where I've only worked three, four hours a day? Yes. Which I would love to get back to that at some point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, isn't the end goal to work less and work less or make make the same? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So like, but I usually like right now I'm working about six hours, maybe seven, but I'm trying to cut back even with that seven. Cause I was like, I need to get to the gym, like getting to the gym. Cause sometimes, you know, when you're working, you're like, I have to get it done. I have to get it done. Like you can kind of get yourself in that mindset of, and I'm like, we, once that, once groove is done, I'm like a cool tap out, like, and then I walk away. So that's been really helpful with that. But yeah, right now in this season, I'm working about six hours. Yeah. Max seven. Wow. That's a lot, but you're in a season of hustle. And like, honestly, yeah. to some people listening, they might be like, that's not a lot. And some people might be like, that's too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's fine. Yeah. That's you know the what I beauty mean? of these conversations, I think, is that like, there is no right or wrong answer. I just, I want to like get as many people as I can to kind of share what they do so that you can recognize yourself in someone else, you know? Exactly. And it's because I'm also launching a second business. So like 
we all know what it's like with branding and launching and copy and all of those types of things that happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just requiring more of my time. And yeah, when um, I was in like pre-launch for the conference, I was working like 12 hour days, but now I'm not. So, you know, it's just, you just kind of have to like ride it out and know that there's going to be like an ebb and flow to Mm -hmm. your, to your business and your, your time. Yeah. Okay. So as we're wrapping up this combo, (laughs) you have a lot of these, but do you want to share an unpopular opinion on like the days in the lives of an entrepreneur? (laughs) Do I have a lot of unpopular opinions? I love it. I think the two of us together form one giant unpopular opinion. (laughs) And we're just like consistently talking about the things we disagree with. Yes, that's true. That is very true. I think it's just a reminder that you can. How can I swear? Yeah, you have Uh, already. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, however the fuck you want to do it, period. You know what I mean? And I think, again, we forget that often all the time. And I think sometimes we end up kind of naturally falling back into that typical pattern of like working at 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. And then like, you're like, I'm really crabby right now. And I don't know why. And it's like, take a look at what you're doing. You know what I mean? And I think again, like we have the control over our own business. We can show up however we want. We can do whatever we want. We can take whatever type of clients that we want. Like whatever is going to bring you peace in your business. And also, you know what I mean? Like do it. Right. If it costs me my piece, it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Whoever, I don't know who said that, but it's definitely not me. But I have seen that so many times. And it's such a good reminder. If it costs me my piece, it's too expensive. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Because when you put those boundaries up, you're making space for something that's much more of a fit for you. Yeah. So it's just a reminder to you built this business. You decided to j- build your business for a reason, whatever that may be. And so always try to keep that at front and center and with whatever it is that you do. So yeah, that would be it. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. I think is it, it kind of, I think it kind of is at least like in the, in the, maybe in the coaching space or in the like educator space of like, you know, you ha- like do this in order to find success. But the truth in my opinion, and obviously in yours is that like, what are these rules? Like, who made these rules? Do what you who want. Who made these rules? Exactly. Yeah. Do what you want. Like their lives are so different and they have different needs than you do. And so again, it's just constantly reminding myself that like their journey is their journey and my journey is my own. And like, that's cool. Kudos to them. I'm going to cheer for you, yeah. of course, but that just isn't for me and my lifestyle. And that's okay. There's let, let go of the guilt of that because I feel like sometimes a lot of us hang on to that and like, just be you like, yeah. That's what it. I got. There we go. So good. Well, thanks for coming on with us and sharing insight into like your business and your days. I think it's going to be super helpful for people to hear just another viewpoint and another perspective on running a business. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was great to be back. This is great. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to SoHere'sTheThingPodcast.com. This show is brought to you by the Creative Educator Academy, where we teach creative entrepreneurs how to teach, because I believe that industries thrive when experts can share their knowledge well. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes or see your rating on Spotify. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.